City, border to border and coast to coast. You're connected with Tom Sullivan. Well, yes, it is. Uh, you are connected. How are you? Uh, happy Wednesday to you. Yep. Hump day. Um, the second day of November, 2022. My name is Tom Sullivan. So I got a little. I got a little uh, homework for you. If, if you're uh, if you're not driving. Where'd the band go? There it is. If you're not driving, I got, I've got homework uh, for you to look up on the internet. What I uh, go to drudgereport.com, and there is uh, the front of Drudge Report. Let me refresh this just to make sure that it's still, uh, yep, still there. It has a photo, and it says Blake Flex colon Arizona Dead Heats. And it's got a photo of what appears to be Blake Masters. And Blake Masters is the Republican candidate for the U.S. Senate uh, in Arizona. And so they've got this photo. And um, Caitlin's working with me today. And I said, I said, take a look at that photo, Caitlin. She looks at it. She's I said, I don't. She thinks that it's not real, and I, that I don't know why Drudge would put a fake photo up. Or uh, she also thinks it might be a photo of him when he was sixteen. He's a big guy; he's something like six seven, something like that. But I'm looking at this photo, and this is the thing we keep hearing about: the fact that there are all these um, really good programs that you can Photoshop people, but this has, um, so the guy is, is, is taking a photo of himself. He doesn't have a shirt on and it looks like Blake Masters, but then you look at Blake Masters. I looked up, uh, Blake, he's like 37 years old, something like that. So he's, he's young. Uh, it's all comparative. Um, so he's 30s, late thirties. And I'm looking at that photo and I'm going, is that, did they Photoshop that head on top of that body? Because the the face is of a different complexion than his chest and his arms. And then the giveaway is he's got a digital uh, camera. He's obviously taking a photo of himself without his shirt on, flexing his right arm showing that he has biceps on his right arm and a big old bicep. So, you know, big, he, a strong guy that, I mean, it, it's, it's uh, who does that? First of all, who stands in front of the mirror and, and flexes their arms. So their bicep show and uh, take a photo of themselves. I, I, maybe you do. I don't, I, I, that has not occurred to me to do that. I've not, no, i never, no, even when I was 37. Um, I don't think that's a current photo. It could be Photoshopped. It could be Blake uh, Master's head put on a young body of a male. 
because that that I'm looking at the chest and the and the arm that is in the photo, and it's it looks like a very young body, younger than 37. And the face complexion doesn't match the rest of the skin. And it's, I think it's taken quite a while ago if it's if even his face. Um, and then you go, then you throw a digital camera. Who has a digital camera? I mean, there might be one in stuffed way in the back of a drawer somewhere in my house. But I mean, we haven't had a digital camera since, since smartphones came along. So you're going back probably 20 years ago, I had a digital camera. I'm looking at that and going, what, what's up with this? So stand by for uh, goofy stuff and scandal stuff and um, anything and everything, because we are now six days away from the election. And so you get down to a point to where if somebody says you did X, and here's a photo of you doing why and whatever it might be. There's there's almost no chance for you to respond. First of all, because a lot of people have already voted, which I again goes back to my I do not like, I do not, do not, do not like mail-in ballots. They're just nothing but problems. Nothing but problems. Speaking of which, in Pennsylvania is ground central for messed up voting system. And so now uh, Pennsylvania has um, a problem, and that is uh, the Supreme Court for the state of Pennsylvania has now come out and ruled that the um, mail-in ballots have to have um, a date, and it has to be the correct date. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court ordered election officials to disallow ballots with missing or incorrect dates. I'm, I'm somewhat surprised only because of the fact that generally courts will bend over backwards for voters, even voters who don't pay attention, even voters who get it wrong, even voters that are um, not able to follow, you know, step one and step two, sign the thing and date it. But if uh, no, then so the, so the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, ruled a two-page order requiring local counties to refrain from counting any absentee and mail-in ballots with undated or incorrectly dated envelopes. One of the other problems with Pennsylvania, um, I'm, I'm, I forgot to look this, I was going to look up before, if there's any other states that do this, I don't think so. There must be somebody. But the way Pennsylvania works is the people have been mailing in, and apparently they've already received 600,000 mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania. 600,000. Now, they're sitting somewhere, which means they could be subject to uh, mischief. 
I I don't know how good the security is around wherever they had the 600,000 ballots. I don't know if they're in one place. I don't know if they're uh, 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 added up from all the various counties and precincts. But you cannot open them until after the closing of the voting booths, voting polls, next Tuesday. You have to wait until everybody has voted. Then they start counting the mail-in ballots in Pennsylvania. And that's where all the accusations about uh, mistakes and rigged and uh, you name it, that, that's where they all came from. I don't know if there was anybody kept well. There was uh, that lady lawyer, whatever his name, her name is, came up with the, the machines are hijacked by somebody in Venezuela or Germany or something. But essentially, the problem was the mail-in ballots and the questions about were they legit. So the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania has said, either do it right or we're not going to count your vote. Now, here's the other problem with all of this. The court did say um, that set these set these uh, ballots aside that don't have the right date or ha- incorrect date or did not date it at all. Set those aside and you know there's going to be lawsuits galore say we need to count those. So I, I it's 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 already starting and the and the election hasn't even fruition. The, the, the midterm is next Tuesday. 1.4 million people in Pennsylvania applied to vote by mail. Like I said, they've got 600,000 of them in so far. At least in Pennsylvania, you have to apply. In uh, On the West Coast, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the state of Washington, the state of Oregon, and the state of California. They just mail them out to everybody that's a registered voter. You don't have to apply for anything. You get your mail-in ballot sent to you in the mail. Is it easier for people... Yes. Is it, um, I don't know. I, I've called me old fashioned, but I just say, you know, so you got to get up and go vote on the second Tuesday of November. I kind of like doing that. It's kind of a little bit of a real live civics lesson for everybody. Go to your local polling place. In any case, so this ballot issue has already been litigated in federal court and state courts. And uh, so it's, it's, it's Pennsylvania again. So the, the Secretary of State there has already said, well, because of the fact that we have so many mail-in ballots, that it appears that it might be a couple of days until we find out the results of the Pennsylvania election. So the Fetterman-Oz race, and they have a, a big governor's race going there. they got a lot of important stuff is uh, we're not going to know the answer on election night unless it's just a blowout. And it doesn't look like it's a blowout. It looks like it's neck and neck. I, I don't know how we get past this. This this was created to help people during the pandemic. And yet it became a wide open 
field for mischief. And so people that want to commit mischief are still going, oh, we need to keep the mail-in ballots. I I know it's easier. I, I'm sorry. The, the other system worked for 200-plus years. They've got six justices on the Supreme Court. The chief justice died uh, this fall. So they're shorthanded. They got an even number of justices, but three of the justices were elected as Democrats, and they say they believe the exclusion violated federal law. One justice elected as a Democrat, two were elected as Republicans. They believe it did not. So all right, right there, we got another problem in Pennsylvania. It's six. It's three to three. Yeah, so Pennsylvania is uh, once again... Um, it's just I, again the whole idea that they can't they cannot disclose uh, they can't even start counting the ballots of the mail-in ballots until after uh, the polls close, which means um, they've got six hundred thousand already. There's one point four million that have been mailed out. Uh, it could be two or three or four or five days before we find out if Fetterman or Oz won the the race. It's supposed to be neck and neck. I, they keep saying that, but I, I keep looking at all the, the polls, and I know they're within the margin of error. But all the ones I'm looking at, Fetterman is ahead by a point or two, and he always has been. And um, I think one of our uh, cuts that we have for you today is uh, the, the, the Fetterman uh, – well, I mean, it was cringeworthy to watch uh, John Fetterman – try and and do the debate with Dr. Oz because he's still trying to recover from his stroke. And everybody, oh, he shouldn't have done, oh, that's going to hurt him. Oh, they're, 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 they've never let somebody go out and do something like that. That was wrong. Apparently, he's still doing just as well before as, as before the debate and after the debate. So it did not impact a thing. Sharon in uh, Tennessee. Hello, Sharon, our public health nurse. How are you doing today? Hey, Tom. Thanks for taking my call. Hi. I appreciate it. You bet. Um, two quick things. One is you started on the Fetterman, and I'm, I, this isn't why I called, but I'll be real quick. Uh, you know, anybody that thinks that he is going to run the state or that thinks Biden is running the country are out of their ever-loving mind. It's their team and their administration and their their managers and handlers that are running things. Well, I'll go one step further. I've mentioned this a few times. Uh, It doesn't matter. Um, All these people, the Democrats will answer in the Senate to do whatever Chuck Schumer says. It doesn't matter what he tells the people of Pennsylvania. And it's the same with Dr. Oz. If he wins, uh, if he wins, he's going to do whatever Mitch McConnell says we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. So they, yep. they, they, they pontificate about their views on everything, and yet it doesn't matter. They're just pawns at the, yep. at the disposal of the grand chess master, which is the head of the Senate or the head of their party. Exactly. Same in the House. Exactly. Same thing. Well, yep. so now we'll get to the meat of my call. So we were part of the campfire to those in the rest of the country. Our town burned down in 2018. Everybody scattered. Out in California. We ended up in you were in California. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you moved. Yes, yes. We ended up. Okay. In, we ended up in Tennessee. Our daughter ended up in in uh, South Carolina. She had her own house. 
she lost her house in the fire, but she had her own residence, had lived alone on her own for I don't know how many years, eight, ten years. Anyway, she's a registered Democrat, as much as it pains me, I still love her. Um, well, and she bad parenting, you know. You know. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Hey, I, I changed to independent <laughs> like you, so you know. And anyway, we won't go to that. But what's crazy? She had her own house, her own address. She didn't get mail at our place at all for years, maybe a decade. Yeah. Fast yeah. forward to, to this year, we get in our PO box here a general election card, postcard from the county clerk, recorder, addressed to our daughter at our P.O. box. Then a few days later, we get a general election, you know, the big thing they mail out in California. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are these from are these from Tennessee or South Carolina or California? I can't keep track. California. These are California mailing this to to, to you in Tennessee. And your daughter lives Our in daughter, South Carolina, and she's South a Carolina. Democrat. Now we okay, but they yeah, they, they don't know. They just mail it out. They they she mail them out to everybody. She is registered there to vote, right in South Carolina. So she doesn't understand yes. why it's coming here. Then yesterday, I get her ballot in the mail. So what's crazy is why did my husband and I? We've all done the same thing. We all moved across country. We all registered in our states. But we did not get anything here. The only difference between us and her, she's a Democrat. Now, I don't believe I don't believe a conspiracy theorist and all these crazy wackadoodles, but I don't understand the logic in why she got all this and we get nothing. And why did they even send it? They know dang well it, she wasn't a California resident. That's the biggest if, thing. If the, why are yeah. they mailing ballots yeah. out? Their, their their mailing list should have scanned zip codes, and if it was outside of the state of California, uh, they it should Thank have you. gone into the deep six and never been sent. But Thank I got to hit a break. Fascinating. I, I, I got to hit a break. But thank you, Sharon. Interesting. Hello, world. Uh, so, yeah, happy Wednesday to you. Um, here's, the, here's the cut that I was uh, referring to earlier. Uh, James Freeman over at the Wall Street Journal, Cut 9, talking about the the disastrous uh, debate that John Fetterman had with Dr. Oz apparently wasn't disastrous at all. Here's here's James Freeman. Polling is not an exact science, if it's even a science, but I think people were maybe a little surprised that you didn't see a collapse in Fetterman's polling after that debate performance. As we discussed, I, I think a reasonable person would consider it a disaster. He seemed to have problems beyond the auditory processing that he had disclosed, really had trouble uh, completing a coherent sentence, Uh, couldn't seem to go into depth uh, on any substance at all. So uh, it's a bit of a puzzle. I, I think it's as we discussed, it's possible people give him credit for kind of soldiering on, maybe he felt uh, sorry for him. Maybe they're hopeful that by January, if he's elected, he's going to be much improved coming back from the stroke. But uh, I, I think people should focus on as well, if even if they have a lot of confidence in his health bouncing back, uh, what they are going to get on the big issue of inflation is largely an endorsement of Biden policy. Mm-hmm. Just like the president, he tends to blame business for inflation, uh, not Washington. And I don't think that view even commands a majority among White House economists if you allowed them a secret ballot. It doesn't matter. 
uh, he will be um, occupy if he's elected uh, occupy a seat that Chuck Schumer controls. That that's all it is. And if you're a Democrat in Pennsylvania and you want the Democrat Party to succeed, you will vote for a Democrat. As uh, it, it doesn't matter what physical shape they're in. Uh, Robert uh, in Minneapolis. Hi, Robert. Thanks for waiting. Welcome. You're on the Tom Sullivan Show. How you doing, Tom? Doing good. What's going on? Hey, you uh, you had a little commentary there on uh, mainland China and the situation there. I actually lived in mainland China with my family in 07, 08, uh, in the southern region uh, in, in Guangdong province. Love the people, absolutely. Been there back and forth a few times. Uh, the government's really rough. Uh, the control is is almost total. And you know what? We got a messed up system in this country, but we have some freedom, and that's what I appreciate. We're trying. We're trying to hang on to our, as much freedom. You know, have the government quit interfering with us. But um, so that was that was prior to the current situation. That was prior to President Xi. That was when uh, who was uh, Hu the Jin, president Hu Jin, of China? Yeah, Hu Jintao. Yeah, yeah and Hu and Jin you Tao saw what happened to him. And, you saw? Did you you saw? Yeah. Did you see the video of him being ushered out? They treating him. I did, Tom. Really it was, bad. It was disturbing. Yes. Yeah, it was disturbing. That, but let me say this: the people are super. The government, total control, almost total control. It sounds like she is trying to get even more total control. Sounds like he's really cracking down after the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, the the pandemic has been rough. Um, And it's, you know, there's some expat people I follow on Twitter. They're there. And people ask these, you know, why are you still there as an American citizen? And it's, um, it's a money thing mostly, right? They get paid very well. And, yeah. It's 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 a difficult yeah. thing. It's got to be. It's got to be. They Tom. get a big paycheck to be there. So interesting. All right. Hey, Robert. Thank you. I appreciate the appreciate the call. I um, yeah. I, I there's more going on in China uh, about than just COVID. I think that's a, a great cover for them. Um, one more from James Freeman. Cut eight. There's a debate tonight between uh, General Bulldog and uh, Maggie Hassan in New Hampshire running for, well, Maggie's running for re-election. Uh, and Doc, uh, General Bulldog is uh, his first time in politics, and they're running for the U.S. Senate. That debate is tonight. Here's James Freeman. In fact, uh, here at St. Anselm, the two Senate candidates will have their final debate tonight. Uh, I saw events uh, yesterday with both of them, and it's it's clear you were talking about inflation. Uh, it is a challenge for Maggie Hassan. She is campaigning. She campaigned last weekend with First Lady Jill Biden, but she is making great efforts in her advertising and in her appearances to separate herself from the president, saying that uh, she will tell him when he's wrong. The challenge for her is that on those big spending bills, she was with the president. Yeah, that's my point. If you're a Democrat and the president is a Democrat 
And the leader of the Senate is Chuck Schumer. You salute and say, yes, sir. You vote your party leader's wishes. You don't have you don't have the freedom to be a maverick when you're a freshman in Congress. There's Mark in San Diego. Mark, how what's going on there today? How are you? Hi, Tom. I'm good. Uh, Hi. I just had to call. Um, it's good good to talk to you. That the one caller from Tennessee is correct, and that the California Board of Elections has admitted that they send multiple ballots to the same individual and they will count the first ballot that they receive back. That's their excuse. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's a great, that's a solution. Who thought of that genius idea? Jeez. Right. We'll take the first one back. We don't know if it's legit or stolen. We don't know, but we'll just count that one. Wow. So they, they they do not address the fact that someone in Tennessee living there should not be voting in California. And this multi-state voting has not been addressed by anyone. Um, it's not that hard. They have, uh, I, I'm, I know they have very good, uh, people in the uh, uh, one part of the California government that I've always been impressed with is their IT. Their in, their information technology people are top notch. They come on, write a program that says if the zip code is outside of the state of California, do not send. That's not hard. That's yeah. a, that's a one line in the code. It's not that hard. I, uh, I, I I wonder. I mean, every every time I don't know what the what the status is there, but every time we we get into these elections now, is it's oops, the uh, election people sent out uh, two hundred and forty thousand uh, that they that have misprints or went to the wrong place or just huge errors. I don't. I, I mean, it's just it's ripe for mischief, huge mischief. Well, it, it is. I agree with you on the IT for California, and they are good. I've, I've gotten a number of notices saying we haven't gotten your ballot yet. So they're on top of the people. Uh, I'm, I'm really surprised they're sending ballots out of state. But the fact of the matter is the rest of the 50 states don't coordinate. And it would be simple if we did it to say one ballot, one person. But if people are voting in five or six states, that's wrong. And we have nothing to show that that's not happening. I believe that I could create a, 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 a huge number of phony addresses in California and get ballots mailed to me in New York. I, agree. You I think it's good. You could. You could. Well, so they haven't fixed it. It's, it's, it's two years. They haven't fixed it. They, they have to they have to get back to getting rid of these mail-in ballots. Just, just show yeah. up. Uh, fine. Absentee with a good excuse. Great. But other than that, no, uh, you got to show up on the second Tuesday. 
I got to hit a break, but Mark, thank you. I always appreciate your call. Well, we got um, six days. I, again, this is uh, usually when you get some juicy uh, drop uh, from the opposition research because they, nobody has time to to be able to recover from all that uh, with with their campaigns. Uh, Josh Holmes, uh, by the by the way, the uh, the prognosticators are all talking about. Uh, you white suburban women. And these are the same women. These are the same women that were soccer moms back in the Clinton years. So I guess they're any age today. Anyway, white suburban women. That was the area that hurt Donald Trump in 2020. Um, Women did not go with Donald Trump. Either they did not vote or they voted for Joe Biden. Republicans, mostly suburban women. Uh, they were they were uh, they were supportive of Republicans up until uh, Donald Trump's second. I think they voted for him in 2016, but not in 2020. They didn't like him. They didn't like his behavior and all the other stuff. So they they that was really the uh, the big demise of of uh, Donald Trump. White suburban women. Well, the word is that they are still Republican women, mostly. Not all. A lot of Democrats in the suburbs, but mostly white Republican suburban women. And they're coming back to the Republican Party in this midterm election. That's what they're going to show up in. Yeah. They were also the ones that gave Democrats uh, control of the House in 2018. It was white suburban women. So... They say they're back for Republicans. They're leaning Republican for this election coming up next week. So we'll see. But they are the ones that determined uh, Bill Clinton's election um, as the soccer moms. And they determined the 2018 congressional victory for Democrats. And they were the ones that determined uh, uh, Donald Trump did not get a second term. And so we'll see what they do. But the, the buzz is they are uh, they are there going for the GOP. Josh Holmes, former McConnell guy, worked for McConnell's office, says that the late, I don't know who these people are, the late deciding voters are finally coming out. All of these races are starting to be pushed further and further into the red column. That typically happens with midterm elections where you get late deciding voters that that, uh, break disproportionately towards the political environment. What I mean by that is it's a party in power if they have a low approval rating, as this one does with President uh, Biden, around 40 percent or a right track, wrong track in the direction of the country, somewhere in that 35 to 40 percent range, or a big disapproval on the economy, you have late deciding voters pushed away from the party in power. Now, you have all three of those factors this year. And so you see in all of these states beginning a a pretty significant shift towards the right. Yeah, that's what that's the buzz. We'll see what happens next Tuesday. He goes on to talk about the fact that these... uh, Pennsylvania and all these other races are as close as you could possibly imagine. I think it's incredibly close, and I think General Don Bolduc has actually a good chance of winning that race right now. Something interesting is happening this cycle. It's, it's sort of unique to this cycle because Democrats have had such a significant spending advantage 
at the candidate and committee level. You've seen these outside super PACs, SLF, namely uh, in particular the one that you're referring to, have to carry 90 plus percent of the weight of the spending on the Republican side in many states across the country. Like take, for example, North Carolina and Ohio. Uh, in those two states alone, they have carried 70 plus million dollars worth of spending. And so you can't do everything all the time. But what you can do is try to make investments that move the needle at the right time. New Hampshire is one in particular where they made a $20 million investment over four weeks. That moved the numbers very significantly. And I think that's put uh, General mm. Bulldog in a position to win. Isn't that kind of that's just sad. That the parties just in the state of New Hampshire, New Hampshire is a beautiful state, but it's not that big. They spent $20 million and it worked. It, the people changed their answers on the, when they were polled. Don't you, don't you have a, 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 don't you have a spine to say, no, this is who I'm for. I don't care what the ad says. I don't care if I get 100 ads a day for Joe Blow. I'm not voting for Joe Blow if I don't like Joe Blow. But apparently, if you run enough ads and you spend $20 million, you can get people to go your direction, which is sad. Um, Cut five. One more from Josh. He's talking about the reason why the white suburban women are changing their vote. Almost every time you see at the end of a cycle that's not going well for one party or another, you begin the finger pointing, right? And and that's kind of what's happening at this point. I, I think everybody's looking for somebody to blame. Truth be told, it's the agenda, right? I mean, it's the Biden agenda, the economic agenda in particular, which they have enacted, which has created a whole bunch of economic problems for the American people. I don't care how you message that, and I don't. it doesn't particularly matter what your campaign tactics are. The reality on the ground is that the American people are grappling with an incredibly difficult economic situation for their families, and they're going to vote accordingly. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, Obama's running all over the country. He's in Las Vegas, I think, today or yesterday, uh, talking about uh, Joe's fighting for you, putting money in your pockets, and people are going, who are you talking about, dude? You can Your messaging is not even close to reality. And the guy running uh, in Wisconsin, the Democrat for the U.S. Senate, Mandela Barnes, uh, was asked specifically about, is he for the green program? Here's Mandela Barnes. Got six. Climate change is having a disastrous impact on communities all across the state and all across this country. We have an opportunity to create thousands of good-paying jobs across the state and across this country by embracing the renewable energy economy. Now, it's also important for us to be energy independent to help drive down costs of oil. Yeah, so he's for green energy because it'll provide all kinds of good-paying jobs. So it's so crazy because the oil industry has lots of good-paying jobs, too. Anyway, market today. Um, so on the news that the Fed was, the rumor was that they raised interest rates three-quarters of a percent, that it was uh, maybe going to not be as aggressive in the future. The market went up 300 points on the Fed announcement. And then it turned around and fell because of the news conference that Jay Powell had basically saying, we're going to keep going until we break inflation. So the market on that news fell 505 points, closing at 32,147. NASDAQ down 96, the price of, uh, I'm sorry, S&P down 96, NASDAQ down 366, gold down $12, oil up. $1 to $89 for a barrel of oil. 
on the comment line, this caller has has got Joe Biden's policies condensed. Yes, uh, Biden is uh, interesting. And what he is handing out to people to make it look good, it can be condensed into BS. Yeah. And this caller knows who should run for president next. I would like to suggest some advice for our very angry president from one of my favorite make-believe people, Mary Poppins. Just a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down in the most delightful way. Mary Poppins for president. 